In Matthew 4.19, Jesus says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Join us in this conversation as we discuss following Jesus, leadership, and doing life with others. Welcome to the 419 Disciple Makers Podcast. And now back to our conversation with Dr. Winston Worrell. So for each of us, we need to discover what our spiritual gift is. How, do we, how would you recommend people think, doing that? Um, for some people, it means it will mean doing a spiritual gift inventory. Okay. That's an inventory. There, there are a number of them out there, but it, it helps us to look at our own lives, mm-hmm. spirit, our own spiritual lives, mm-hmm. ask, answer a number of questions. Mm-hmm. There are some that have over 100 questions. Uh, and, um, and, uh, and, and then out of that, we see where our strengths are. Okay. So for some people, their strength is hospitality. Mm-hmm. And that, that's one of the spiritual gifts in okay. the New Testament. For some people, it might be caring. That's another spiritual gift in terms mm-hmm. of, in terms of um, everybody's, it's, everybody must care. Yeah. But there are some people who have a special gift to care much more than others. Mm-hmm. For some other people, it might be wisdom or knowledge or other mysterious gifts uh, like speaking in tongues or interpretation of tongues. Uh, so, so as we discover what our spiritual gifts are, um, f- for, for example, one of my spiritual gifts is intercessory prayer. Hmm. And I discovered that by doing the inventory. And what, what does that mean? Exactly? And, and, and there are two types of intercessory prayer from how I understand it. There's one where uh, persons go to monasteries and they intercede on behalf of others. And so they pray um, for uh, different situations, different people, different contexts, and that's the gift that they have. So this would be where um, somebody might get prayer requests from other people and then spend their time praying for those requests of other people. Correct. Okay. And, you know, not many people... Have seemed to have that gift, mm-hmm. but then there's the other type of spirit, intercessory prayer gift that um, I can walk up to anybody, anywhere, anytime, and pray with them, hmm. any stranger, um, and offer to pray with them. Oh, okay. Now I know, Mark. There are times when some people will say no, but I try to ask God's guidance as far as I can understand, being led by the Holy Spirit to who I go to. Yeah. So I may be in Walmart and the Holy Spirit might, might begin to de- guide me to develop a relationship with this person over here. So tell and, us a story or two of how that's uh, literally happened where you were in a store or a restaurant and you just jumped up to pray with somebody like that. Yeah. Um, just before I do that, I just want you to know that I always ask, may I pray with you? Okay, so you ask because Yeah, because that's so, so very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give you one example. Um, I was sharing, I, I, um, I used one of the principles to, to meet this person who is in a line in the supermarket. One of those principles is uh, never ask strangers questions. Oh. Always make a statement. Oh. Because we are not to be nosy or pushy. And so find ways to make a statement. Usually it's called an invitational statement. Okay. A statement that has the seed of a question within it and invites an, an, a response. Like, what would that be? So for me, and everybody will find different ways 
to do that mm -hmm. because we are all different. For me, one of those that I've, I've found helpful is to say to someone, I hope you're doing well today. Okay. It's a well wish mm -hmm. as well as it's a statement. Mm -hmm. And if I wait long enough, if I say to somebody, I hope you're doing well today, if I wait long enough, they will respond. And I've discovered that a lot of people actually smile when I make such a statement, mm. especially people who are working in the public arena. Okay. Because a lot of people in the public arena are not treated well. <laughs> and so they're glad when somebody oh, actually <laughs> is hoping that they're doing well. Yeah. So I had this, um, this lady who said to me, um, you know, thanks for asking. Um, my dad died this week. Wow. You know? Ugh. And um, she doesn't know that I'm a pastor. She doesn't know who I am or anything. But because she's hurting, she was willing to share with a stranger what she was going through. Oh, and you, and you really didn't ask a question, but she perceived it that way. Correct. I hope you're doing well today. Correct. She was not doing well. Yeah. Because she was hurting. And, and so you were able to just pray with so her? So I was able to pray with her and um, let her know that I'll put her name on our prayer list at church mm -hmm. and we'll be praying with her. And um, I bet you she still remembers that day. I, I would think so. I would think so. I yeah, would think absolutely. so. People don't forget no. prayer <laughs> easily. Yeah, they say that we don't remember days, we remember moments. Amen. And I think that Amen. had to have been a moment. Her. Amen. It certainly Amen. was a moment for you. You didn't forget it. Sure, yeah. sure. She and 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 then I don't necessarily have to get her name mm -hmm. to follow up because the Holy Spirit is already at work out yeah. there, providing other people to be a resource. Mm -hmm. Now, if if she decides that she wants to share her name and have follow up contact, right. then. I can do that. I can put her name on, on my list and, yeah. and be able to follow up. So here we are not talking about getting people in church. Yeah. We are talking about having people to experience the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. I love that, Winston. So yeah. many people that I've uh, heard uh, think that if I can get them to church, everything will be okay. Or if I can get them yeah. to meet my pastor, everything will be okay. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> That is not realizing that if you pray for them, that yeah. might be exactly what's supposed to happen right here. Sure, sure, wow. sure. So, so this uh, never ask a, a stranger a question, but make a statement that can be. What are some other terms? I mean, I heard you say that. Uh, I hope you're doing well today. That's a that's easy. Yeah. Do you have any others that come to mind off the top of your head? There's one one other that that is more um, more outward, not as personal, but. Um, Sometimes you can look at a person and see what shirt they're wearing or blouse or jacket or what have you and see if they have words on them. Uh -huh. And you could make a statement about the words. Okay. Like I could say to you, if you don't, if you don't mind, um, I like the words on your shirt. Yeah. And usually people look down at the shirt to see which shirt yeah. or <laughs> Cause they don't know either. blouse they're wearing today. <laughs> And then they look at the words, uh -huh. and um, and then they begin to make a comment. Okay. So you might, you know, if if this wasn't contrived, you might look at your shirt, and you might say something. You know, uh, somebody gave me this shirt. I, I really didn't go to the Masters, but uh -huh. uh, Masters uh, golf tournament. But somebody gave me this shirt, and I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. And then I'm able to follow up in conversation. 
yeah. and um, and be able to talk about the Master, who, Jesus Christ. Okay, make that turn on him right there. If, if if it is, if I feel led to, I mean, I don't have to every time. I I just want people to understand we must be open to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and sometimes the Holy Spirit wants us to make it. Sorry, a turn in conversation. Right. And, uh, and 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 um, and I call that a transitional statement. Okay. After the invitation statement, then God might lead us to use a transitional statement to transition from talking about the shirt and what all that <clears throat> means to be talking about Jesus Christ yeah. or God or something spiritual or however we feel led. Well, and, and, and just leave the person to respond. Don't push it. No. Don't. Yeah. Try to get in the person's business. You just, just, just let the Holy Spirit do what the Holy Spirit does best: work in a person's mind and soul and heart. I think we had a, a former guest that shared the practice of being at a restaurant, and yes. when the waitress comes and brings the meal, yes, uh, and to say, "Hey, we're going to pray over this meal. Is there anything we can pray for you about?" And this yes. person was sharing that they've never had anybody angry about that. They've never had anybody. Amen. You know, get upset or start fussing. They just <laughs> oftentimes would say sure, and they'd give them something to pray about. Yes. I, I, to me, everything you're saying now goes back to that original statement you made, which was, mm-hmm. "You've got to get on the field. You've got to practice this if you're ever going to get good at it." Most yes. of us think, "I want to wait until I'm good at it to practice it." <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. It didn't work on a bicycle. It's not going to work sharing Jesus, right? That is correct. It didn't. It didn't work in a motor car either. No, man. Learning to drive. Oh gosh. Or ride a horse, or what have you. You know, those things make so much sense to us. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to this thing of spirituality, of of sharing the gospel, sharing the good news of Jesus, then we just kind of hit the brakes. Yeah. And, and think that well, that's for special people. That's for people like Winston who knows how to do this. <laughs> and right? Mark. And Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you are so encouraging today. Is there anything you would say to that person today out there as we wrap this up um, to just encourage them about uh, allowing God to use them in a greater way to grow the kingdom in their own world? Yes, uh, Mark. You know, one of the things I've discovered is that, yes, we need to share our faith. We need to share first person what we believe and how we came to Christ and what God is doing in our lives. But I also think it is good to to be able to read through the Bible. Okay. Because it is in reading the Bible, we read the stories of God's activity mm-hmm. in people's lives mm-hmm. and how God can work in our lives as well. And the second thing about that reading through the Bible is that um, we remember circumstances, even though we may not remember scripture and verse, mm. we remember context and remember stories that as we are sharing with people, it gives us the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to recall some of those stories and, mm. and circumstances in the scriptures that we can share with others. Yeah. So it becomes a confirmation of our story okay. with others so that some people depend only on the sermon on Sunday. Some depend only on the Bible study that they go to, which is fantastic, which is very necessary. But then how do we grow spiritually as well? And so one way, there are many ways, but one way is definitely reading through the scriptures. And God gives us the opportunity to recall a lot of the stories that we might share to confirm our own stories 
So they work in tandem. God's story, our story. Work in tandem. They don't work independent of each other, really. No. In tandem. Because it's the same God. Ah, <laughs> brilliant. Yesterday, today, and for, uh, forever. That's good news, man. <laughs> Amen. You know, I, um, yeah. I think I tend to forget that. Personally, I, f- yeah. I tend to forget how God can speak through his word. I had this, there's a young man I've been working with. He's new in his faith. And well, what I try to do is get people on a path. Well, here, we'll start praying and start yeah. writing down your prayers. And here's how you pray. And here, yeah. you know, and here's how you read the Bible. So this one young man I'm working with, um, I don't know why this surprises me, but yeah. he said, I'm, one of my goals is to read through the Bible. And so he got one of these reading plans. And yes. it's kind of this, you know, read an Old Testament, read a New Testament, you know, kind of jump around. Yeah. And he says, man, I had the most remarkable thing happen. Like, tell me about it. And he goes, of all the places in the Bible, you know, I'm having this horrible situation in my life right now. Of all the places in the Bible I go, it wants me to read this verse. And he said, I go to read this verse, and it's about Stephen. Mm. Well, his name is Stephen. Oh. Of the thousands of characters, the (laughs) 33,000 plus verses in the Bible, 66 books, all this stuff, content, and the day that he needed it the most, it says, read this passage in Acts. And he said, I'm reading it, and it's about a guy named Stephen, which is his name. Amen. And how it took him going to, into a really difficult, life-threatening place yes. for him to see God, for Amen. him to experience God in his fullness. You see? And he said, that's what's happening to me. And I thought, yes. there ain't a preacher in the world that could think of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the last thing I'd want to say is that maybe there's somebody out there who has never really committed your life to Christ, mm-hmm. and you're not even near somebody who is a Christian who can pray with you. Mm. I want you to know that God understands our context. We have known many people who simply prayed, if there's a God anywhere out there, or if there's a Jesus anywhere out there, um, who can make a difference in my life, I, I just want to offer myself to you now. Well, Maybe you've never prayed before. Maybe you don't know how to pray. You are in line with millions of people who have never prayed before, but who one day came to the realization that they needed a power in their lives that's greater than themselves. Wow. And they didn't pray a prayer that had much meaning. But I want you to know that God honors your sincere heart, your sincere desire, no matter your context, God listens sure and does. God will bless you. Amen. What a beautiful reminder. Amen. What a beautiful reminder. Well, Amen. let's just uh, let's go there, Winston. Let's assume right now that someone is somewhere listening. They're not sure of their salvation. They've maybe never prayed that prayer. Why don't you walk Amen. them through that prayer as we close this today? Sure, sure. Let us pray. Eternal God, we come by faith right now, knowing that your Holy Spirit is available to every single person. I pray, O God, that you would meet those right now who are just offering themselves to you. Lord God, grant your touch, your presence, your comfort, and your forgiveness. Grant, O God, uh, give them the assurance that you have accepted them you are pouring your love upon them and that you can take their lives and transform their lives, give meaning and hope and purpose. Help them, O God, to find places and people where they can grow in the faith and knowledge and love of God. Provide others who will guide them and walk alongside them and help them, O God, 
to be able to serve you in the world. Pray for Christians everywhere, Lord. Believers, Lord, who may have gone cold in their witness. Believers who are still afraid, God. Take away that fear. Mm -hmm. Lord, we pray that you reveal in their lives a new power, a new power of God that is available for them to share their story, their unique story, authentic story with the world. Bless us and keep us, God. Thank you for Mark and for this this um, blog, Lord. Continue to use it that hundreds, thousands, millions of people would come to experience the peace of Christ and the joy of assurance of eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank amen. you, Winston. Amen. Well, if you would You're like welcome, some more information, Mark. go to 419 uh, disciplemakers.org. It's a free website that's got f- a lot of content to help you in your journey forward, uh, whether it's you're new in faith or to be a disciple maker yourself or even uh, share your faith. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with Winston, um, he can come and uh, if you're a pastor or leader, he can come to your church and uh, share with you tips and, and do workshops on how to uh, uh, become a more faith-sharing church, how to become more focused on on growing in that way. Winston, how would you uh, suggest people to get in touch with you? My email address mm-hmm. is www.orrel at emory.edu. Emory is E-M-O-R-Y dot E-D-U. And um, you can also go to my website, refreshyourwitness.org, refreshyourwitness.org. And you can communicate with me from there as well. Okay, wonderful. It's a joy to serve the Lord Jesus. Well, I encourage you all to go check it, check out his website and get in touch with him. Winston is a is the real deal. He's a blessing to me and to uh, everyone that he meets, and so I know he'll be a blessing to you. I hope this podcast has encouraged you today, and uh, I hope that you find uh, that living the Great Commission as a lifestyle is uh, you living at your highest purpose. And uh, we just pray God's blessing over you today. Until next time, see ya. For more information, check out our website, 419disciplemakers.org. Join us again next week as we continue our conversation on the 419 Disciple Makers podcast.